Way City Church, located in Woodbridge, Virginia, is led by Pastor Marlon Yearwood and exists to reach the lost and disciple the believer. Last week uh, I have started uh, to preach about the blood and I started from the Old Testament and um, it seems that God is very much uh, wanted to know uh, every one of us about the blood. In the Old Testament, when, when we see the blood, we see that we cannot reach this holy God without blood. We cannot have fellowship with him without blood. We cannot get any favor or enjoy his presence without blood. That is what we saw in the, in the Old Testament. And not only that, when God wanted to, de wanted, uh, to deliver his people from the bondage of uh, Egypt, he, he, he had done many amazing miraculous things, miracles he has done. And in fact, uh, in one of the miracles, uh, it was darkness. It was gross darkness, even touched. It is, you can touch it. And uh, that even uh, didn't um, uh, soften the heart of Pharaoh. He didn't leave, though he saw lots of miracles. But finally, uh, God delivered his people only through the blood. He, he told them to shed the uh, blood of a lamb and uh, take the, the blood and uh, uh, sprinkle it on the uh, doorposts and on the, on the lintels. And he said, when I see the blood, I'll pass, through, I'll pass by. My plague, plague will not come upon you. So when he sees the blood, he'll pass by. Because the judgment of uh, God cannot come upon, uh, upon uh, God's people. So the, the blood delivers us, the blood also protect, pro, 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 protects us. So finally, we, we came to the New Testament. In the Old Testament, it was uh, shadows, symbols, uh, that showed the coming uh, uh, Messiah, the, the Lamb of God. And then uh, finally, in the New Testament, when uh, John the Baptist saw Jesus, he introduced him, Behold, the Lamb of God that takes away the sins of the world. In the Old Testament, the animal blood, it only atones, it covers. It cannot uh, make the, the believer or uh, the one who brought uh, the, the sacrifice uh, complete or his conscience clear. It cannot. But the blood of Jesus Christ, it can take away the sin of the world, the sins of those. So it's, it's very unique. It's uh, God's own lamb. Um, so we have, we have talked a lot about uh, the blood, and now today, uh, uh, I have, as I said last week, uh, it has, I have going to present eight things the blood does for each one of us as believers. But before I go there, I want to say three things, uh, uh, three points to just to express. First, the blood primarily is for God, because we have sinned and sin has brought separation between us and God. And we are under the wrath of God. Well, we were under the wrath of God, under the judgment of God. So the sin question has to be settled. And the only way that can settle the sin question is 
the blood of Jesus Christ, our Savior, who, who shed his blood on the cross of Calvary. That is the only way. Because, as I said uh, previously, when we sin, we sin against God holy, God's holiness, against his glory, against his righteousness. God can't help it, you know. He has to keep uh, his holiness intact. Always, whoever it is, whether heavenly beings like angels or human beings, when we sin, we sin against the, His holiness. So uh, the sin always brings eternal wrath, eternal anger, eternal judgment. So the price that's going to be uh, paid has to silence this eternal wrath, eternal anger, and eternal judgment. That, uh, that is what Jesus did when he died on the cross of Calvary. So the blood primarily is for God. As he said, when I see the blood, I will pa pass by. So this, the blood uh, brings his, uh, salvation, redemption, cleansing, forgiveness of sins. And also the blood is for us as believers. Uh, uh, I want to read uh, from uh, uh, Hebrew uh, chapter 10 to 22. It says, let's draw near with a true heart in full assurance of faith, having our hearts sprinkled from an evil conscience. And let, let me read it again. Let's draw near with a true heart in, in full assurance of faith, having our hearts sprinkled from an evil conscience. So uh, when we sin, always that one thing where, when we become Christians, the Holy Spirit um, quickens our uh, conscience. So that is why when we sin, we are condemned and we feel guilty. Because sin is foreign for us. If any man is in Christ Jesus, he is a new creation. You have become partakers of the divine nature of God. And one, one, one of his natures is he's holy. So we have become holy because of the finished work of Christ. So sin is foreign for us. So when we sin, we feel guilty, we feel condemned. Here the Bible says, Let, let's draw near with a, a true heart in full assurance of faith, having our hearts sprinkled from an evil conscience. It, mind you, it is, it is not our heart sprinkled with, sprinkled with the blood of Jesus. No, it is you, uh, the, our uh, conscience has to be uh, sprinkled with the blood of Jesus. It has, it has become uh, evil conscience because it condemns us. You see? So in our Christianity, the most important two things is here. First, our heart has to have faith. By the way, uh, when God, the word here, when he says heart, it's not our old Adamic nature heart. It is the new heart God has given us. You know, in the new covenant, I will give you a new heart. That's a new heart. In that heart, always there is faith the faith of God in us. So uh, when a Christian has this faith in his heart and his uh, conscience is cleansed by the blood of Jesus, it is he can grow spiritually and think the, the word of God has, will become very clear for him. Otherwise, our conscience always condemns us. Even after we ask forgiveness of sins, 
Uh, once we ask it forgiveness, the Lord will forgive us. We'll, uh, we'll uh, see it uh, after a while. But uh, always our conscience, unless it is learned or, or uh, um, uh, we tame it by the blood, by the, the word of God, it always um, condemns us. That is why many Christians, even though they are uh, forgiven, they live in guilt and condemnation. And uh, last week I told you that is the uh, best weapon the enemy use against God's people. And uh, so uh, it is towards us also, towards God, towards us, and also towards the devil. I want to read this one. Uh, um, you, know, you know, many of you know it. It is uh, in Revelation chapter uh, 12. Uh, do you know that uh, even now uh, the devil has access to the throne of grace and uh, to, to God's throne and condemn us there? But here the Bible says, um, uh, 12 uh, verse 7 says, There is war in heaven. Can you imagine there was war? There is going to be war in heaven. Uh, but I, I want to read uh, from verse 10. Uh, this is going to happen, by the way, uh, after the church is raptured. It is uh, in Revelation, the seven-year seven uh, um, period uh, that uh, the war is going to be in heaven and he will be evicted from heaven. Here it says, And I heard a loud voice saying in heaven, Now is come salvation and strength and the kingdom of our God and the power of his Christ for the accuser of our brethren is cast down which accused them before our God day and night and they overcame him by the blood of the lamb and by the word of their testimony and they loved not their lives unto death look here it says uh, they overcame him by the blood of the Lamb and by the word of their testimony. It says, the accuser of our, our brethren, even today, the enemy goes and accuses us before God. But the good thing is, we have a high priest that intercedes for us daily. He prays for us, he intercedes for us. He is not only our high priest, he is also our advocate. He never uh, lost any battle. So he, Jesus always representing us before God. Uh, he will intercede for us. He is our advocate uh, before God. Though the enemy accuses us with all kinds of accusations. And here it says, we only overcome him by the blood of the Lamb. There is no any other way. The blood is known in the spiritual world, in the physical, in everywhere. It is respected. That is why it has power. The blood has, there is power in the blood. The blood has power. So the enemy recognizes. When I say, standing on the word of God, the blood of Jesus Christ has cleansed me, that will defeat him. Because there is no any other way to uh, defeat the enemy. Jesus, when he was tempted, he said, it is written, it is written, it is written. There is power in the word of God. That's where faith comes. If I stand on the word of God, always, always I overcome the enemy. Because the word of God is truth. 
but he is a liar and the father of lies. So the Bible says they overcome him in the, by the blood of the Lamb, not only that, and by the word of their testimonies. What does that mean? I tell to the devil, the blood has cleansed me, has made me whole, I am forgiven. I am forgiven. When I say that's a testimony I tell to the, to the devil. And then, you know, when, when we know this truth and it is deeply in us, it is especially in our heart, then we overcome. The devil will uh, try to find another way to attack us, not, not in this way, because uh, he knows that we know the word of God works and, uh, and we overcame him by, by, the, by the testimony, by, the, by saying the word of God. So uh, the other thing is for us, we need the blood to silence our conscience and also to silence uh, uh, whenever the accusation comes. And also in the third place, against our enemy. We overcome him only by the blood of the lamb. They overcame him by the blood of the lamb and by the word of their testimonies. Okay, now our eight things. It's, it's very, uh, very important because um, some truth, really, I, I have applied it in my life and uh, it has transformed me, honestly. Uh, sometimes it's very strange. Uh, in the morning when I wake up, I wake up, I went to the bathroom and I see myself on the, on the mirror and I preach to myself. <laughs> I preach to myself. Uh, because, you know, faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. And the Bible didn't say from where you can hear it. You can hear it from yourself too. And uh, I remember uh, really when I was reading the word of God, uh, this word came alive to me. Christ in you, the hope of glory. Christ in you. It became alive to me. So I started to preach every morning. I Christ in me, the hope of glory. I was pointing to myself and saying, Zalaka, Christ in you, the hope of glory. When I say that, I was hearing other voices. In you, Zalaka, you know who you are. In you, Christ in you. And I started to say, no, from now on, I'm going to believe only what the word of God says. Not, not what the other voices says, not what my unrenewed mind says, but what the word of God says, I finally, really it has transformed me. And now it Christ in me, the hope of glory. <laughs> so that's, that, that's reality, that's truth. So sometimes uh, it's good to preach uh, the word of God to yourself, you know. Uh, Okay, uh, number one, what the blood does. It's through the blood we have redemption. Here it says, to whom we have, in whom we have redemption, through his blood, the forgiveness of sins, according to the riches of his grace. Ephesians 1, 7, here it says, in whom we have redemption. We are redeemed. We are bought back. You know, so because of sin, uh, in, in God's creation, you know, man was uh, the masterpiece of God. You know, he, after he has created everything, he made him uh, a ruler, an administrator, representing his God. But because of sin, uh, 
man fall down from that state and he gave that uh, rulership to the enemy, to the devil. First it was the earth was given to, to man. But now the, 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 the God of this world, the devil is addressed as the God of, even Jesus addressed the God of this world. But uh, he, 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 he came to this world because of sin, because of disobedience. But uh, actually when, when we sinned, we were under his bondage. We were under his power. We were without God, without Christ, without covenant, hopeless. But God in Christ Jesus, through his marvelous grace, because of the finished work of Christ on the cross and the blood he shed on the cross, he redeemed us. Now we belong to God. He has brought us from the bondage of the enemy, from the power of sin, from the power of death and hell and the force of darkness, and he made us to be his own through the blood of Jesus. So we are redeemed by the precious blood of Jesus and we are forgiven. And this he did through his, in, the, in his riches of, uh, of his grace. It is his grace. Always God deals with us in his grace. Salvation came to us through his grace. Thank God for the grace of God. It's amazing grace. And the second one is... Uh, being justified freely by his grace through the redemption that is in Christ Jesus, whom, uh, whom God has set forth as propitiation. Propitiation, I don't know if I pronounce it, which means reconciliation. The blood has reconciled with God. You know, before that, sin uh, brought a barrier between us and God. And uh, so the, the wrath of God was upon us and the judgment of God was upon us. But by the blood of the Lamb, by the blood of Jesus Christ, we are reconciled with our Heavenly Father. So God is not angry now. He is not mad anymore. Even he's not in a bad mood, really. Because he, he has, you know, the sin question is forever settled as far as God is concerned. So that, that's why the Bible says there is therefore now no condemnation to those who are in Christ Jesus. So, so if God has forgiven us and if he has truly accepted us, that's it. Thank God for, for the blood. So we are reconciled. And uh, the other one... Um, the, uh, this uh, reconciliation is Romans 3, 24 and 25. And the third one, it is cleansing through the blood, we know all this. First uh, John 1, 7, it says, If we walk in the light as he is in the light, we have fellowship one with another. And the blood of Jesus Christ, his son, cleanses us from all sin. To walk in the light, what does it mean? To walk in the light means to walk in the word of God. The word of God is the light. So if I walk in the word of God, always I, I have fellowship with my heavenly father. And I have fellowship with my brethren and uh, with the, my sisters in the body of Christ. Because uh, 
you know, when we walk in, in, the, in the light, in the Word of God, the Word of God has power to change us, to transform us. Because Jesus said, the Word I speak unto you, it is spirit and it is life. There is life in the Word of God. So uh, when we walk in the Word of God, uh, we have fellowship one with another, and the blood of Jesus Christ cleanses us from our sins. Here it doesn't say that I have to confess my sins. You know, uh, but the, as I said, uh, Jesus is our high priest now. What is the present day ministry of our Savior? He is our high priest interceding for us. Some sins, we, we, we don't confess them because uh, sometimes unless we reach that level, some sins we don't consider them to be sins. Uh, our, and our conscience uh, doesn't condemn us. Because, uh, you know, every time uh, when we grow in grace and come nearer to God, then we, our spirit will be very sensitive to some things. But when we are uh, children, I mean, uh, you know, children in the Lord, children that means not matured in the Lord, some things we don't, we don't even uh, consider them as sins and we don't confess them. But here, Jesus Christ, our Savior, even if, even if we don't confess them, he will cleanse us. This is wonderful. This is amazing. So our high priest, uh, the Savior, will cleanse us from all sins. When he says all, how many is left? Nothing. All sins. So he cleanses us from all sins. And uh, this is a cleansing by the blood. Number four, uh, it is sanctification through the blood. Wherefore Jesus also, that he might sanctify the people with his own blood suffered without the gates. Uh, Hebrew 13, 12. Wherefore Jesus also, that he might sanctify the people with, a, with his own blood suffered without the, without the gate. So the blood also sanctifies us. What does that mean? The blood makes us holy. The blood can make us holy. So um, uh, holiness that's accepted before God is not our performance. We have to be holy first. So the blood has the ability to make us holy. Not only cleanse us, but make us holy. That's what here the word of God says. Wherefore Jesus also that he might sanctify the people with his own blood suffered without the gate. So <laughs> he, he, he suffered without the gate so that he might, be, he might sanctify, us, sanctify us through his blood. So uh, we are sanctified. We are made holy. Uh, that, that, that's why when God sees us, he, he sees us holy. The nature, the nature of Christ is in us. In... Uh, 1 Corinthians uh, chapter 1, verse 30, it says, uh, He is our redemption. He is our sanctification. He is our uh, righteousness. He is our wisdom before God. You see, my sanctification before God is a person, the Lord Jesus Christ. My righteousness is a person, the Lord Jesus Christ. My redemption is a person, the Lord Jesus Christ. So that's why when God sees us as redeemed people, he sees Jesus in us. Amen. Nothing else. 
So we are holy. Not my holiness, not what I did, but the holiness of Jesus is in me. The righteousness of Jesus is in me. It is because I am changed, I do righteous things. I do holy things. So I, because the holiness comes out of me, because I have it from my Savior. Yeah, so uh, I think I mentioned it last Paul said, what is Christianity? Christianity is no longer I that lives, but Christ lives in me. Yeah, uh, really, in order to make it to heaven, it's only through Jesus Christ. So that's why the Bible says, go in. God sees us, he says, you are, he sees us, you are complete in him. In Christ Jesus, we are complete. We are complete. This is the truth. This is the reality. Uh, because, um, you know, what we have learned in the past, even in our upbringing, uh, sometimes it's very difficult to receive God's truth uh, because uh, sometimes our mind will reject it. But that is where, you know, the battle is we have to fight on our mind. The truth, the word of God is eternally true. What God says about me is the truth. Uh, what Jesus did on the cross to me is the truth. So, um, I am sanctified by the blood of the Lamb, by the blood of Jesus Christ. And the other one is uh, uh, number uh, six or number five. Number five, is it number five? Number six, I don't know. Uh, and here it says... Um, Um, number six, number five, uh, receive eternal life. Then Jesus said unto them, Verily, verily, I say unto you, except you eat the flesh of the Son of Man and drink his blood, especially I want to take it, drink his blood, ye have no eternal life. Whoso eats my uh, flesh and drinks my blood, has eternal life and I will raise him up at the last day. So the blood of Jesus Christ brings, gives us eternal life. This is the Zoe life, the uncreated life. So when we receive Jesus Christ as our personal savior, when the blood cleanses us, the first thing God does is he gives us his own life, eternal life. Jesus said, the purpose of my coming is to give you life and life more abundantly. What kind of life? It is God's own life, the uncreated life, the eternal life. So now we have received that eternal life. One, the other thing that we have become partakers of God's uh, divine nature is God is eternal. So he has given us his eternal life. It's amazing. It is the most powerful life, eternal life. Uh, because even in this life, this eternal life helps, helps us to overcome sin, to overcome um, death, the Adamic nature, everything. There is therefore now no condemnation to those who are in Christ Jesus because um, those who are in Christ, the, the spirit uh, that was in Christ Jesus has... Um, uh, enable us to overcome uh, the power of sin and the power of death. So it, it, it has power to, to help us to overcome sin. Even when we die, 
because this this uh, eternal life is connected connected us to the to our heavenly Father, um, the gravity of hell cannot take us down. It will take us up to heaven, where it came from, the eternal life. So through His blood, we have received that eternal life, the Zoe life, the uh, the uncreated life. So if any man is in Christ Jesus, he's a new creation. The new creation is because of this eternal life. We have that eternal life. Uh, that's why, you know, uh, this thing uh, I always uh, preach to myself. You know, sometimes you forget, it just uh, goes away from our mind. I have to preach it. <laughs> and maybe some of you may ask, uh, may, ask, may ask me when I speak this, have you arrived? No, I have not arrived. But I have left. I have left. I have tasted. This is amazing. It's a wonderful. It is, you know, like going to the promised land, but visiting and coming back. But, uh, but the Lord wants us to dwell there, <laughs> and uh, He will help us. Um, so the, 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 it is very important because it has really changed my life completely. And the other one is uh, to overcome the devil, uh, number uh, seven. Uh, no, is it number, I think number six. Uh, I, I have read it, you know, Revelation uh, 12, you can read it because it's uh, overcoming the enemy. So number eight, uh, number uh, six, we overcome the devil through the blood of the Lamb, the blood of Jesus Christ. So he recognizes the blood. And um, number six, that's what it is. Number seven, uh, Romans uh, 5, 9, it says... Uh, Justified by his uh, blood, the Bible says, uh, I think I, I, I want to read that one. Uh, it's very... important. Mm. My, uh, uh, Romans 5, uh, Nine, much more than being now justified by his blood, we shall be saved from wrath through him. Now being justified by his blood. Look, now we are justified by the blood of Jesus. We are justified. We became righteous by the blood of Jesus Christ. So um, uh, our justification is not even by uh, uh, obeying the commandments, the laws. You know, the, the, the law of God, they are good, they are holy, the Bible says, but, but because they are accepted by, by God. But because of the flesh we have, we couldn't, commi uh, we can, we couldn't uh, obey the, all the laws of God. So we cannot became, become righteous because of the obedience of the, the law of God. Um, but the law has to be obeyed uh, in full in order for us to be saved. But because of the flesh we have, we couldn't do it. So God, through his son, uh, Jesus Christ, when he lived on this earth, he obeyed all the laws. And the Bible says he is the satisfaction of the obedience of the law of God for us. So in Christ Jesus, we are in him because we are in him. We have obeyed fully the, the law. And that's why uh, sometimes I, I used to ask, why, why then the, God gave us the law? Why did he give us the law? If uh, the law couldn't um, uh, justify me, 
and uh, uh, couldn't um, make me acceptable before God? Why, why did God give me the law? And uh, Romans, it has really helped me a lot. Uh, uh, Romans 3.20 says, Therefore, by the deeds of the law, there shall be no flesh be justified in his sight. Look, uh, justification only by the blood. But here, uh, verse 20 says, Therefore, by the deeds of the law, there shall be no flesh be justified in his sight. In his sight. So why did God give the law? Here it says, By the law is the knowledge of sin. You see, we human beings, we didn't know we were sinners. We didn't know. We thought that we, with our good works and uh, being nice, then we'll go to heaven. Many people, they think that they, they will go to heaven. But we cannot, by the deeds of the law, no one can be justified before God. But the law, was, the law is given to us so that we may know that we are sinners. How sin separated us from God. That's why when the law comes, guilt comes in me. And uh, the, then I, I, I seek for uh, the Savior. But now the righteousness of God without the law is manifested, being witnessed by the law and the prophets. Here it says the righteousness of God without the law, without our performance, is revealed. being witnessed by the law and the prophets. But now the righteousness of God without the law is manifested. Uh, we'll see how, how we can get that righteousness here. By, but now the righteousness of God without the law is manifested, being witnessed by the law and the prophets. Um, you know, the Bible says when uh, we read uh, uh, Second uh, uh, Timothy, uh, the law was added. It was added. Originally, it was not the law. God always, in eternity past, before even he created the angels, when he purposed his plan, he always want to reach people through grace. Only grace, not the law. The law is added because of sin. Uh, but even in the Old Testament, here, uh, when I read it, I was amazed when I, I, I see this. But now the, the righteousness of God without the law is manifested, being, manif uh, being witnessed by the law and the prophets. Even in the law and in the prophets, people were justified only by faith, not by the law. By the deeds of law, the law, no one can be justified. Abraham believed God, and it was reckoned righteousness to him, only by believing. So uh, when the word of God says there is no righteous, no one, when he says that, that means there, there, it doesn't mean that there are not good people working good things. No, this righteousness is a gift only comes from God. It is only through the, this righteousness that we live with God for all eternity, not with our own righteousness. It is only through his, this righteousness. So it is given to us as a gift when we receive the Lord Jesus Christ as our personal Savior and Lord. God, when he washed us uh, by the blood of Jesus, our sins, 
when he, as he gave us salvation as a free gift and his own eternal life as a free gift, he gave us his own righteousness as a free gift to us. That's why we are, we are not condemned. Even the righteousness of God, which is by faith of Jesus Christ unto all and upon all them that believe, for there is no difference. So the righteousness of God by faith in Christ Jesus. When, when Jesus uh, died on the cross, there was a transaction that uh, went on. He who, uh, became, uh, he, he who knew no sin became sin for us. He became sin for us. This is impossible, but it has to be done in order to be saved. And uh, then the Bible says, so that through him we may became, become the righteousness of God. Through him we may become the righteousness of God. So Jesus took all our sins, all our unrighteousness, all our filthiness, everything he took us on the cross so that we may take God's own righteousness. So how can I live with this holy God for all eternity? It is only because of his righteousness. And he has given us his righteousness as a free gift. This is amazing. Salvation is very, very amazing. That is why the angels want to know about it. They want to know. <laughs> That's what the Bible says about them. And uh, the last one, what does the blood of Jesus Christ do? The ultimate goal, the ultimate. Having therefore, brethren, boldness to enter into the holiest by the blood of Jesus. Look now, we are going now, we are, it is, he's talking about heaven, you know, the holiest place. Uh, it's only Jesus that went there, he, uh, taking his blood and representing us. So finally, finally, the blood of Jesus Christ will take us into heaven, not only he in heaven. Uh, I, maybe I mentioned last time when I speak about this, when I think of heaven, I think of God's limitless, infinite power, infinite glory infinite majesty, infinite holiness, infinite righteousness, infinite God's sin. That's what I think of heaven. But even in heaven, there is what is called the holiest place. I don't think no angel will be there because we enter only through the blood. The redeemed will enter through the blood of uh, the Lamb there. So finally, this... this uh, the blood of Jesus Christ will take us to that holiest place in heaven. So what, Jesus, what God has prepared to those who love him, eyes have not seen, ears have not heard, even it, it has not come to the hearts or minds of people. <laughs> That's what the Holy Spirit says. We cannot comprehend, we cannot understand. The holiest place in heaven is prepared for the fallen sinners, redeemed by the precious blood of Jesus Christ on this earth. May the Lord reveal and veil this word for us. God bless you. Thank you very much. We'd love to hear from you. Visit us at thewaycitychurch.org.